think I'm clever or not. Think you're better, you're not. Don't need a sweater, I'm hot. I'm a real G shotty. I can really find your G spot. Uh, I really hope you kept what going. What the fuck's a G spot? Oh, it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, I can keep going. I don't know. I've never heard no, this song before. No, no. <laughs> Just stop there. That's, that was perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. God. Is that um, what he said? Ah, is that what he said after he found it? <laughs> this, this, <laughs> Dati sent me this, and she was like, "You need to sing the the hook of this. You need to wrap the hook of this for the for the cold open." I'd never heard this song before. Um, it might not even exist. She it might not it. be real. She might have just sent me some. Lyrics. I just fabricated the entire thing. Actually, I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't read the the second hook she sent me because it's just full of racial slurs. I mean, maybe she. <laughs> She's just trying to get me canceled. <laughs> it's exact directions. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's like a bunch of like red flag words for the CIA to pick up on as well. It's just very strange. It's completely incoherent. Hi, hi everybody. Welcome, uh, not to the internet. Welcome to Three Two One Binge. I am your host, Chris Ramirez, with my uh, co-host Tatiana. Hello. And um, oh god, I didn't I didn't think about what I was gonna call Tyler. Oh, um, oh, I, I got something. Hold on, wait, wait, uh, and heat and and, fuck, where is it? And Perfect. a grainy, sh- shush, and a grainy and off-putting photo of a cock Tyler Zucker. All right, I was thinking of the sock okay. puppet, but all right, uh, sock socko's a pretty good one too. Socko's good, and yeah, put some respect on his name, Tyler, please. Um, it's probably not obvious. We're doing a Bo Burnham episode. Wow, um. Yeah, so we're doing this. Is- <laughs> and as you think about it, it's like, huh, he, you had a moment there. You're like, oh, wait, is this a good idea? <laughs> oh, I see what I see what's no longer working. I unplugged my keyboard. Well, no, that's that's this problem won't be an issue. <laughs> we could live with it. I could have just unplugged my PS4 controller, but how am I supposed to play video games while I'm on the podcast with you guys? Um, so you are playing Fortnite, you asshole. <laughs> I, you have no evidence of this, Tyler. They added Darth Vader to the battle pass, Tyler. I cannot. Anyhow, we're doing a Bo Burnham episode in honor of um, the, 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 the yeah the inside outtakes, as well as it being. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. A year after inside, he put out the outtakes. Yeah. So, uh, Tyler, we're gonna do this chronologically. Um, Tyler, which one do you just you, Tyler or Tati? Who wants to go in first on this? Because we didn't actually plan any of this ahead again. I'll do what. All right. Well, what are you gonna do, Tyler? I don't know. You tell me. Tyler, we're not we're not doing a who's on first bit at this point, Tyler. Are we not? I just told you what we're doing. Ty- Tyler, <laughs> start introing what? Intro what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try- I'm like trying to buy time so I can plug in my goddamn keyboard, and you're really making my life difficult, Tyler. Yeah, I know. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> Introduce the first Bo Burnham special. Okay, what's it called? It's <laughs> <laughs> better it's called <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's called what, Tyler? You son of a bitch. <laughs> it's called what? All right, well, he's going back inside. Uh Bob Adams uh is it it's his first special? Because yes. I know he had a, his first like live special, because I know he had other um other shit before this. Uh yeah, he was 22 at this time. It's his first special. It's the first time you really see what he's all about, which is just like incorporating music to his stand-up bits. It's more, it's like it is a stand-up bit, but at the same time, it's more just straight up performance. And yeah, it's comedic, but like it's not a it's not just a guy telling jokes. He's telling he's singing songs and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interview. Oh, Jesus. 
it's a uh, jump back into frame. <laughs> yeah, I actually just hit my toe against like a, a metal, like a, a box I have on the floor here. I'm in a lot of pain. And yeah, he does a really interesting brand of comedy. Um, I remember I, I watched him. Tati introduced me to, to his stuff. And I had been watching like just a bunch of stand up in general at that point. Um, and his felt rather refreshing after binging all these different stand up specials because it was just so different. Uh, it just comes off as extremely unique. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is like a large market of musical comedy people out there. Well, I mean, I it sure kind of reminds me them. of kind of remind me of like Lonely Island, but this is just a whole show around. It's not just a three minute video and that's it. He bases the entire show around the songs and he uh, times everything out. Like the sound yeah. effects go off for a reason. Yeah, everything is everything is. Oh, dare I say insanely well timed out? It's it's rather impressive. I. I, I think it's interesting because there is a very, very much a through line between the three specials we're going to talk about today, which is uh, it's what make happy and inside. There is a thematic through line, but also something of a narrative through line that I find really interesting. Um, so, but, you know, before we get into all that intellectual stuff, what's your favorite song in, in what specifically, Tyler? I'm not just saying, you know, in general, in general. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite random piece of music? Uh, this one has the whole bit where he knocks something over and he pretends that it's fake, but then the song plays that says it's real, right? Or that it was part of the plan. So that's your favorite song in this? It's no, that's my favorite bit. My favorite song is probably the end. To knock bit. the water over. No, no, no. Bam, that's, bam, okay, bam. that's like my favorite bit. The favorite song would be like the end song where he's just pointing at the random sound effects and it just builds it to create one thing. Mm. Okay, so actually, yeah, let's do a favorite bit, favorite song. That's fair. I agree with your favorite song. I do think that in both Make Happy and and in this the finale tends to be the best part mm. i don't know mm. if i feel the same way about that in inside but that's more because every song in inside is really fucking good um there are there are no misses in that special whatsoever i feel but but yeah i think i think that's a fair pick for the best song tati best song it's really hard to say for me i think i, I don't know it's kind of between like sad uh, art is dead and then like god's perspective i love all three of oh, those god's songs. perspective is so funny god's yeah. perspective is a really good one yeah i think i have to go with art is dead because that's the one that like is literally in my mind all the time <laughs> Ooh, wait actually i kind of want to say um comedy the comedy song where it's like i you know it's it's not a all these terrible things in the world they're not they're not sad they're funny because that's not sad. me wait, that's sad that's sad. Okay, yeah. I think I think sad, sad is not happening to me. Yeah, I think <laughs> sad is is my favorite one. I think my favorite bit is actually also in sad. Um, I saw a man with red hair. <laughs> is this thing at all the terrible things? I saw side, a man with side one note. Eye. I'm guessing I'm the only person who has seen this first the past two days, right? For uh, the first time. Yeah. So yeah you never saw sure. this. You never saw this before. I've seen no, bits from it. I've seen bits of it, like, and I've seen bits of Make Happy. Like, I've seen the the whole uh, the country song in that one, but yeah, like, yeah Inside was the only one that I've seen. Like, not the day of, but I mean, like, oh, that it's getting buzzed. Let me watch it. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay, that's that's actually quite interesting. I I just assume everyone must have seen all of Bo Burnham because otherwise <laughs> they don't have an excuse for their mental illness. No, I was on Chappelle. I was more on uh, Chappelle and uh, Melanie. Ah, I see, Tyler. So you you hate trans people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you're saying here, Tyler. By Not at all. Tyler, by association. On Tyler. Pride Month, Chris. On Pride Month. You just you just said you were a big Chappelle fan on Pride Month, Tyler. On Pride Month. 
Chris, could you even say your favorite Chappelle show skit? Not out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you really share any opinion on Chappelle? Because <laughs> <laughs> let's move along <laughs> briskly. Um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, what is definitely the most... I amateur. don't want to say, yeah, amateur. I was going to say rudimentary, but amateur is the better word for it. I mean, it's amateur. amateur. He's 22. And like when you go on like his genus page, the slut song is like still one of his most famous ones. And I'm it's that song. And like he does say like the F slut a couple of times in it. It's also referring to himself, but I don't think that makes it better. Like, I think that's one of the bits he's talking about in the inside outtakes where he's like, I wish I didn't have this out there. Obviously, there's probably stuff earlier than that because he's been doing this since he's 16. But like that yeah. part definitely seems like he probably wouldn't want out there. Yeah, I mean, he he talks about in the Inside Out. Um, God damn it, in the Inside Outtakes. Think about the Inside Out, the Disney movie. Um, he talks about like yeah, some of his stuff he's not very proud of. Some of it he describes as very juvenile, and other parts of it is just kind of that edgy comedy that a lot of people do. Um, I probably have done bits of that in the big early episodes of the show at this point, I'd argue. What do you mean? Two seconds ago, you did. <laughs> Two You're always going to be cringe, babe. I, I, you know, the difference is I simply won't grow up and learn my lesson from it. And thus, I'll never look back on my content with shame. Also, I knocked my camera over a little. There we go. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably his YouTube stuff is a lot of what he's referring to there. Most likely. Yeah, just just uh, the, the, the song that I was doing a bit of in the beginning came from his YouTube days. And I mean, I'm just uh, looking through <laughs> looking through some of the lyrics here. And it's like I have um, because girls are like donuts. When I be busting bow nuts, I can make them cream filled or give them a layer of glaze. Uh, and that's just that's just two lines. I mean, I could this is there is a whole content of it all. Yeah, it's it's I dare I dare I. My junk so long that it hangs and swings. So at a nude beach, people think I'm looking for lost rings. Play the skin okay, flute. That's fine. Your big boy sings. If you want to take it all, wear African neck rings. Um. <laughs> like the thing about it is that it's still it is actually funny. really funny. It's still like, really funny. Here's the thing. That stuff, like, it is funny. And I don't think, like, that's, like, yeah, it's juvenile, but I don't think that's exactly what he's talking about either. I'm still yeah. focused on especially, like, the slowest part. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's part that doesn't age super well. Because this came out in, like, 2011, and then uh, Make Happy was 2016, and he still says it in both. Yeah. Yeah. So he, was, he was he was 26? Two. 22 and then 26, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. In Make Happy. Because there's also an, yeah, Never Slur gets dropped in Make Happy. There's a weird, like, he doesn't say the N-word, but, like, a robot white woman says the N-word. And it's one of those weird things. It was like, how, how does the ethical morality... Well, hold on. Right? The entire audience also said the N-word in that one, too. That's different. That's di- That was a trick. That was a trick. Tyler. That wasn't Mick Happy. That was yeah, Mick Happy, yeah. 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 Now, I was referring to, uh, in this one, there's a... The robot says the, the yeah, N-word. When it, it's yeah. during the... Um, I think it's Wasn't right that... before the... It's right before the left brain, right brain bit. Where the the robot lady's voice is like chill out, n word. Um, is so, that not McHappy? No, that's a no, no, that's a what. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's there's an ethical quandary to be had there because it's like technically he didn't say it, but it's like well at that point if I just type that word into like uh like an a, 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 
a word to speak into recorder. Google. Yeah, and I just like blasted at somebody's face. Like I, I didn't say the the slur. Also, I, I can't be canceled for it. I don't know if it was an actual automated voice. I'm pretty sure it's still Bo's voice. That, most no, that is. was not Bo's voice. That was just a regular white you woman. Could, that was you could mod. Um, he definitely his, modified yeah. his voice a lot for his bits. I'm, I I agree with you there, of, but I'm in kind that, of 50 50 on it. This this one because like he modifies his voice to sound more like a woman, and at the end of it too, with the whole like Bo, oh my god, like that that section. Mm-hmm. This sounds like just like a regular. Like I feel like I've heard this woman talk to me when I've been like put on hold before. <laughs> you hear and she just says a slur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pressing zero. Just start calling me horrible words. Um, so I, I think that was just a text to speech bot. I don't think that one was Bo. Um, unfortunately, the only way we'll know is to interrogate him very aggressively. What, lock uh, probably, him inside again? Probably, yeah, lock him inside. Probably waterboard him while we're there, just for good measure. Honestly, we'll sure he would probably just admit it outright. Yeah, we could probably also just ask him. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, Bo. What's the you, fun in that? Hey, Bo, how many times have you said the N-word? Real quick, off the top of your head. It is um, a good special, though. It's good. It's it's solid. I think, so here's the thing. I think for me, uh, both What and Make Happy are very good as, like, you know, comedy stand-up specials, right? Inside, to me, maybe it's just because of the change in format and, like, the fact that it actually has the opportunity for editing involved, you know? Uh, it really gets to go to another level, so to speak. It's not just a, it's not a comedy stand-up by any means of its own structure right it's kind of just its own thing i don't even know what you'd really call it yeah it's not it a stand-up it's it's not really like i guess it's a special it's in like the an, way that it's like, like an art piece special. Yeah, yeah it's like an art piece right so to me like yeah these are good specials but whenever i look at inside it's like they're not that they're not perfect <laughs> yep that's the difference <laughs> but i mean the through line does start with with this yeah, the thematic through line being that uh, Bo is extremely depressed, right? And um, and in each each special, he comes out a little bit more. He comes out a little bit more, and there's a certain level of like self awareness that Bo as a person has over the course of the three specials, especially with the outtakes kind of being like, man, I kind of even look back at some of that older stuff, and it's kind of kind of cringy in the way that a person can look back at things that they've done in that that same way, right? Mm-hmm. So there's an aspect to Bo that like has a certain level of self-actualization over the course of the three specials. However, this special also sets in motion a through line that we cannot trust Bo, that uh, we, we, we truly can't trust anything that we're being presented over the course of these specials either. Because we have the, uh, I meant to knock the water over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you all thought it was an accident bit. Because he's a um, performer. That's his whole He's a bit. performer, right? Yeah. <laughs> but so there's a but lot. That also of- plays into it, that performer as a, like the sad clown thing. It basically plays into that. Yeah, it's kind of his own Pagolici moment here. Um, but what becomes interesting about it all is that once you get to inside, it, 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 the line is really blurred to me of how much you can trust anything that Bo says because everything is very meticulously presented, right? He's filming this in this like really messy, cluttered, crappy looking place um, that is about maybe the size of the same place that me and Tati lived in in the UK. You know, it's like probably a, it's bigger. Probably I mean, it's, bigger. it's it, the guest house to his actual house. That's the thing. It's the guest house to his actual house. So I know to, it's the house from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's also the house on Nightmare on Elm Street. But to anybody who's just watching without the context, it looks like this is just where he lives and where he performs and does his work. And it can be an image that's very relatable to people who live in, you know, their crappy apartment somewhere or another. And then, you know, 
it's like, oh yeah, I'm incredibly depressed in my shitty apartment in the middle of this pandemic. And so I don't really he. feel that way though. I don't know. It comes he does off literally as a- say that he chose to lock himself in this room to do but he, the special, but he, but he didn't. Well, I mean, he chose to make the special. He chose to yeah. make the special. He didn't. It, it, it all of it implies that he chose to lock himself in this room. He said he locked himself in the room. I don't he, believe he, him. He, it's, it's fine not to believe him. I'm just saying that he doesn't like set it up there. It's like this is my shitty ass apartment, and I'm doing no, this. You're right. But it does. He doesn't also say that it's yeah. This is the gatehouse to my extremely nice other house. That what did his girlfriend create? His wife, fiance, whatever they are now. Uh, they uh, She's a document. She does document. She, documentaries. No, she, she directed something, didn't she? Does she not do documentaries? I, don't I think it's somebody else. I think you're thinking of somebody else. Hold on. I I, I her his oh, wife. She did documentaries. She's a too. filmmaker, Lorena Scarafina. And did uh, hustlers. First thing, documentaries. No hustlers. <laughs> Hustlers. She's a hustler, it's okay. Yeah, uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, oh, The Meddler, okay. Coherence. Yeah, so she's done films. Um, <laughs> right, she's, she, she's done, <laughs> she's, done she's not a documentary director, okay? <laughs> she's done real movies. Um, that is to say, like, the, the image that he presents here is not his real life during the pandemic. And it is very, it feels very truly catered to, for an audience to look at it and be like, Oh, he's just like me for real. You know, it's a very relatable image he's presenting that you can't trust because it's not the whole truth. It's just what's being shown here in the editing. We're seeing what looks like a guy turning 30, extremely alone and depressed on his birthday, thinking about like, you know, oh God, you know, my life's, I'm moving on. And am I exactly where I was 14 years ago? Meanwhile, his wife's like in the other house, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the, the experience he's presenting is just not what's truly there. So it creates this weird moment for me, at least, where it's like, I don't know how much I can entrust any, I can trust anything that's being presented here because none of it's real. And you know, none of it's real. And you I told know, me I, none of it was ever going to be. This is a very cynical take. I, I don't know. <laughs> extent, extent, he always, no, no, says, extent, he always says never to trust him. To an extent, no, I, you're not I, wrong. To, yeah. to an extent, you're not wrong. Yes, like technically, yeah, that is not his house. But at yeah. the same time, he obviously spent the majority of however long he actually worked on this thing in that spot. It's not like he's shot. It's not, we're we're talking about inside, even though it's (laughs) two points away. (laughs) That's the one that has the real meat anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's shot, I don't know, Welcome to the, no, what's upset? That funny feeling. It's not like he shot that in one take and then went inside and then it's like, "Uh uh-huh. Hi, babe, what are you doing over there? It's like, I don't think that was exactly no, definitely not. I mean, any any project like this is a, is a labor. It's not easy. I'm not saying that he had like this super simple time putting this together and like every day was super, super nice and great. But, you know, he also has a lot of shots of himself sleeping on the floor in in a, in a bag, in one of those tent bags. Things. That, I, I, that I do believe he did, because just I don't I know, believe seems, him, no, 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 Tyler. No. This, it's, he both from everything like from you're buying into the lie, Tyler. But no, no, like you said, Drinking everything, the timed, Tyler. everything in t- was timed and like in what? And the same thing, everything is timed and, ha- and like make happy. Yeah, I truly believe that he, I know, again, from all the outtakes, like the outtakes is an hour long. There's definitely much more than that that he didn't put out. So yeah. I'm couldn't believe that this man is just. You think he slept in the outhouse instead of walking across yes. the backyard to sleep with his wife? Yes. Yes. I, I also believe that you're both virgins and wrong. I hate. I don't both think of that you. one's accurate. I hate both of you. You're incorrect. But, okay, where does the virgin part come? Yeah, like, he, what, he's what gonna sleep the in the goddamn outhouse. You really fucking. He's that married to his art, bro. He has a. What's yes. wrong with all? No, you're all fools. Damn it. 
fools. You're like, I'm sorry, wait. So, I'm sorry, wait. Why the hell did he shoot outside just looking at a helicopter or whatever it was then? You don't need that. You didn't need to put that out there. Of course, but if the opportunity of the shot comes together, like, yes, he, he, yeah, he had I, these. It, don't get me wrong. Despite everything I'm saying about inside and, and questioning its authenticity, I really do like it a lot. We'll right? get to actually why he likes it. We'll get it to why I like it eventually. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that just I don't I don't trust this man. And he knows that I don't trust this man. And he tells me not to trust him. And he's right to tell me not to trust him because he knows you shouldn't trust him. So why are you trusting him, Tyler and Tati? Because you I'm saw not... in the outtakes the amount of times he took to make the different shots. The There's outtakes, so many... which were edited over the course of two months and then presented to you? The outtakes that shows that there's 50 different shots and 50 different takes of one of song. Course, of course. Yeah. Well, I, Tyler, how many shots are there of any particular scene in the film? No, not just of him doing it wrong and trying again, just of different angles of the same shit. Yes. I'm, that's, that's, that's called create. That's just creating the composition, Tyler. And you don't think that he's going to continue to do that to get it right in whatever amount of time he took? And then just not cross the goddamn backyard, Tyler? Yes. If he, okay, if he's working on this until, like, let's say, like, fucking 4 a.m. in the morning, you think he's going to go and interrupt his, like, girlfriend's sleep to, to go to bed in the bed? No. Yes. He's going to feel bad Absolutely. about that. No, he's not. Every, everything that you get from those. I wouldn't feel bad about that at all. No, it does that happen. <laughs> yeah, okay, see? No, this we broke get it out, guys. Let's, like it doesn't. You say, no. no. In fact, also, I'll also, even go so far as to say the song that about him turning thirty. He didn't even record that on his goddamn birthday. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You are all eating the lie. You're he fear- doesn't want. He doesn't want you to trust him as a performer. And everything right. he does is performance. That's what he says. I'm just saying, like. He doesn't want you to feel the way that you feel about celebrity about him, which obviously it doesn't really work because everyone's going to feel about celebrity the way that they feel about celebrity. Oh yeah, people are right? wrong. Yeah, but he doesn't mean like necessarily like trust him in like his like in his bits and stuff like that. He means like don't put all your fucking faith. Except in all your he also shows up. Him. He also shows us you cannot trust him in his bits. I meant to walk the water, knock the water over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you all thought it was an accident. All right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna work on your chest issues. Later. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's work on make happy because I think we uh, talked about what an hour ago, and we're did, done with that one. Did we talk about what at all? It was the oh. intro to Bo. I don't think I'm gonna. I mean, like, it's good. I don't think I'm gonna go back to it because it's his mo- It's his first one, and it's like really juvenile. It is funny. It would have been funny if I saw it like years ago, but it is good. Yeah. Uh, what other songs were there in Bo? So we talked about sad. We talked I think for about... me, like. I watched it. I've like this is probably like the third, third or fourth time I've watched what, and like it's always a thing where I look up the songs on YouTube before I would ever really watch the special again. The only times I ever watch the special is if I'm introducing it to somebody. I don't really watch it on my own. Mm. Mm. That's fair. What was Out of the Cat. Abyss? Do you guys remember? Said Out of the Abyss. Yeah, I'm looking at the track list. Like, like the intro. We talked about that. Uh, well, well, the intro I actually don't care too much for overall. I think the intro is definitely the more... It's funny, but it is juvenile in the same way that like his YouTube stuff is funny and juvenile. Yep. Like, Is, mm-hmm. he, is he skiing or is he in a gay porn? Um, that one comes to it's mind. It's a gay porn. It's a gay porn. That's, that's, very, that's very something you see pretty much right in line with what I was saying earlier. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just started reading some of the lyrics again. 
Um, the iFuck Sluts is another one. A lot of people really like that one. I don't care for iFuck Sluts personally. Um, I don't know what W-D-I-D-L-N is. W-D-what? W-D-I-D-L-N. What did I do last night? Something Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, uh, what did I do last night? I, I sat in my room and cried. There we go. Yeah. Um, left brain, right brain. I really like left brain, right, left brain, right brain. Personally, I think that's like one of the first ones in this set. Outside of, you see it a bit in sad. I think it's the first one in, that in this set that you see that he is depressed and it's not just that things are depressing, right? Hashtag deep. That's really fun. Uh, beating off a minor. Great time. Uh, poems. Yeah, because just mentioning that generally, he's not talking about the song. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Never heard the song in my life. Uh, for from God's perspective. We talked about that. That's a great one. Yeah. Andy the Frog. That's fun. Mm. Uh, Out of the Abyss. I don't fucking remember. Um, I used to really love. Oh, that's the, he's that's the one who says like there's a creepy old man fishing in the park. He's not looking. He's looking for kids. And then <laughs> I don't remember. This. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This sounds terrifying. Sounds like a like a like a start of like a creepy Reddit story. Yeah, I don't really remember. It seems more like. Yeah, I don't remember this one. Like I remember that joke. Bit. Yeah, it's more of a spoken bit, but I, yeah, I remember the joke. I don't remember like um, it's not real lyrics. It's just spoken word. Uh, repeat stuff. I think I think repeat stuff ends up being really fun in retrospect because repeat stuff repeat is stuff. like it's it's parody. It's it's fun on its own, right? And it's parodying like a lot of like uh, it's parodying uh, like Justin Bieber. Yeah, parodying Justin Bieber. A lot of like those like I guess not romance songs. I don't really know what the word is for no, them. Like, love, love songs. songs. Love songs. Yeah. Sure, whatever the word is for them. Um, and I think that's funny in retrospect because in the outtakes he has a song that's done in the style of like Drake, and it's it's just like kind of like a Hotline Bling esque song that he it's does. It's controller. It's yeah, whatever. I don't know music. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, to be fair, we should give him points for knowing any Drake song. I got yeah. a Drake song. I I didn't like say like just another. It was on the right <laughs> album too. I was on the I, album. Um, it was on the right album. It was close. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I think it's kind of funny in retrospect just because like. Oh, they also have he 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 still parodies artists at points in time, and I think I think part of that might be even why that song got cut from Inside was feeling too familiar to well, some of his older work. I, I know why I can guess why it got cut. It's because another song that. fits the another song fits the same purpose. What song for that for for that one? Sex thing. I guess that's true. That's also fair. Because sex thing is about is yeah another relationship song, but it's about being alone and trying to connect with somebody. And that's what we're relating to, to the pandemic. You put five years, you're like, oh, we're together. And like that doesn't go with the whole thing of in, inside. Okay. That's that's fair. That's fair enough. Um, I think that is all the songs outside of the ending one. So are we going to move on to Make Happy? Yeah, I think. I... All right. Tati? Oh, me. Okay. Uh, Make Happy came out in yeah, 2016, I think. And um, it's... Bo having an existential crisis on stage, which is always great. Again. And uh, again. And um, it is again. Honestly, it's probably technically my favorite special. Of his or in general? Of his. Of his. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's um, fair to be, to be your favorite. <laughs> I, I think it's an improvement, definitely. I think you're allowed to like. <laughs> you have my permission. Yeah, you're, you're, I, like I, I give you permission for you to enjoy it. No, it is definitely an improvement. Um, I think it it is, and it ends up being leaps and bounds ahead of what 
it feels like he gets more of his footing here, or definitely has more of his footing compared to where he was before. Um, so I'm looking through the track list right now about a couple of the songs. I, I mean, the Kanye me... song's great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah what's, your, what's your favorite song? Each of you, go. Kanye. <laughs> okay, I think Kanye also is actually my favorite one as well. Tati? It's honestly the country song. I Pandering. actually love that song. Really? Yeah. I okay. love that song. That was that like literally, I would play that all the time. I know. I remember. I don't know if I someone showed me that or like they played me it before, but like, yeah, I've heard that song before and it is accurate as hell and funny. Yeah. Um, I also do like I Kill Yourself. I think Kill Yourself, Kill Yourself is, a great, is great. Kill Yourself mm-hmm. is a really good one. Um, where oh, Making Peanut Butter and Jelly Sandwich. That one, I keep forgetting it, but it cracks me up every single time. Because you relate to it? Yeah, because. <laughs> what are you doing? I just, uh, you know, I'm making a sandwich. That's mayo. <laughs> That's always the moment that really gets me, where it's just, it's like, ah, not at all. <laughs> Terry for the straight white man song. Ooh, also, a also a gem. Yeah. Straight, straight right man. I love the screen cap where he's like gritting his teeth. He's just <laughs> like he's in pain as he is. He's forced to say the words. I love it so much. It's actually probably my favorite bit. It's yeah, yeah. No, straight, straight, straight. Right, male is definitely my favorite bit. I know um, my one of the best bits is just like, do not objectify me when they just the audience member just yells out, "Take off your pants." He's like, "Don't, don't do that." And then a guy <laughs> says, "He's like, all right, that makes it better." <laughs> That's not God's way. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what was white people slash hey bo. Guess what? That is that's the that's the um that's the one where he uses the F slur. Ah yes, also the salt and vi, which is I love yeah. that bit. That's so funny. It's a great <laughs> bit. People always see I'm stupid, and um, that sometimes comes to my benefit because people have tried to get me with that bit, and for some reason my brain just decides to say vinegar, and I never was able to fall for it. Um, just, just again, this is the first time I saw this special too, so. I just I saw that bit and then we played it back 10 seconds. Like, let me just see it again because that's so perfectly placed. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, officers, right there. Everybody, you're all ashamed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the Kanye one's great. I like Lower Your Expectations as well. The imp- uh, Lower Your Expectations actually is another really, really good one. The mm. improv song where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do improv. And then he just, he just <laughs> says, I'm doing it with your mom. The guy's mom. <laughs> Um, celebrity lip syncing, which was that? That is the one where he's like, uh, oh no, it's not a song, it's just him talking about like how on celebrity lip sync, it's like it's always um, uh, a white girl doing a hip hop song. It's like, oh, look at me, these song, this song, I'm doing NWA, look how this song was supposed to be about systematic oppression. Now, white girls singing it, just <laughs> oh, look at me, it's like that one, yeah, that's another really fun one. What was war slash Alabama? <laughs> oh yeah yeah we just and played made alabama. the joke about alabama yeah. and <laughs> these motherfuckers got moving candles <laughs> yeah um yeah, kill yourself do not objectify me breakup song um that's the eat a dick hey, breakup song is actually really good i love that I, I that's, really that's like literally in my song. head all the time <laughs> problems i say as i constantly listen to inside as like my depression music when i was when i was driving home from a bad day at work and i was just like 
thinking about maybe just hitting the gas too hard, I would play. <laughs> yeah, you, you listening to Welcome to the Internet, just... <laughs> it's just, um, it's like, you, uh, they say the ocean's rising and it's going a little bit faster. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at the, the, the partition in the side of the highway, like, I, I was like, if I just close my eyes, like that scene in BoJack, maybe, maybe it'll all go. <laughs> Um, this is clearly your therapy therapy episode. This this Faison's this not here because he doesn't need it. Faison's, Faison's not here because he's he's mentally well. He's he's well put together. <laughs> the three of us are varying degrees of oh god help me. That was separate. That was just me asking. <laughs> um, uh, but then the think, ending. Uh, yeah. What? But no, no. I'm sorry. You first. I was gonna say the ending song. If we got nothing else, isn't that part of the Kanye one? No, no, the Kanye no, song, no, the, the, the Kanye Grant song is, that he plays on the piano. Yeah, the Kanye song is, I think, the last song uh, on stage, and when he's just yeah mimicking Kanye oh, and yes, going over yes, run away. Yes, yes, yes. And well, then the I, actual yes. song, uh, the ending song, goes to uh, his the house that he shot inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's just back at not back. That's the first time you see the house. He's at the piano playing the song, and he's just like, asking like straight up. Are you happy? What makes you happy? How can thus, I be there? Thus is the beginning of the lie. Because we see him leave the house to a wife and child. Maybe? It's, not not a, child. it's a dog. It's, it's a, a dog. dog. It's clearly okay. a dog. Okay. So <laughs> better than a child. All right. He's doing even better than I thought he was. All right. You think this man didn't see his dog for all the time he was doing for inside? all we know, his dog is dead. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking that up. All right. Well... <laughs> This Bumerum's dog dead. Um, I love, I love the that dog ending song. That was actually like probably one of my favorite parts. Uh, and so I watched great, it yeah. for the first time. Yeah, because it's just it's super sobering. After like all of that, it's so good. It really hits you. Yeah, it does. I remember uh, my old boss in 2016. He was telling me about this special. And I still didn't watch it then. Don't know why. Uh, he was telling me about it. And he's like, yeah, it's really funny. But then like near the end, he, you, you wonder if this guy's OK. And then as I'm watching this now, as I watched this a few days ago, I'm like, huh? Yeah, I could see why you would ask that. And then that leads right to inside. But here's the thing. Is the mental illness purely performance? Oh, no. my God. Can I, can, can, I, can I trust this man to be depressed? Can we kick him out? I mean, I could. I could. I don't like that Tyler has this power over me. It's always a good time. It makes me unhappy. <laughs> I so can't. Not happy. I, I can't be. I can't make happy when Tyler is threatening to kick me out of the call for questioning the system of which Bo Burnham is. I did. <laughs> all right. Um. But in all seriousness, it does actually make like a, a very, almost meta kind of place to set up. Which is the whole inside. thing. Yeah. yeah well, it's it, very meta. It, it ends up being really, really well timed with, with when inside comes out, since we quite literally get to open inside with him going back into the place, mm. back into the to the gate. What's it called? The gatehouse, garden house, second guest house, guest, guest house. house. Oh, a guest house. I've never seen a depressed person with a guest house. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I'll show you a song called Guest House Lady, and we'll talk about depression. <laughs> God damn it! There's no way that there's a depressed person who did that song, Tyler. Uh, um, mentally unstable, depressed, one or the other. What's the difference? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. I think it definitely feels like he kind of has more of a voice in the second one, and th- we're gonna talk about inside more, a lot more. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting conversation. So yeah, you know what? Let me take that away because unlike the previous two specials, it's not stand up. It is a art piece. I think is that's kind of how we described it, and I think it's the best way to describe it. It's fully edited. 
Uh, he took a lot of time in the performances. Um, and yet it, it, it feels significantly more personal and intimate to the audience than any of the specials did, possibly because it's as just you're watching him. It, it's, just, it's just you and him. It's just you and him and supposedly this room. Um, and I think that really that really heightens the experience as a whole. Because even just the depressing music, there's no there's no laugh track in the back to help kind of ease the moments. Well, yeah, there's no audience. And then like the only jokes, I mean, you only laugh if you think it's funny. And half the times you're debating if it's funny or not or if this guy should get some fucking help. Do I do I want to laugh or do I want to call my therapist? Which of the two is it today? Yeah, I mean, Um, the the, it starts off funny enough with the whole um, uh, what content. Yeah, and then content is a great opener. Mm. Actually, I want to say I feel like with with this one, Bo Burnham has really hit his stride making music. Oh yeah, he's a way song, better songwriter now. Not not just, even just the actual like I guess I guess is this part of songwriting like the composition of the music itself like yes. The notes yes, yes. okay yeah the songwriting is fucking fantastic. Um, it's much stronger because a, a lot of the music, especially in What and still in Make Happy, comes off almost as parody. You well, know? minus the country song. The country song sounds like an actual song. Yeah, well, that that, it, that is straight parody. Yeah. Like, a lot of his other music comes off almost like, like, they're just piano jingles set to lyrics more than they are actually composed pieces of music in yeah. the way that something like um, Welcome, not even, not even Welcome to the Internet, but, like, All Eyes on Me is here. I, All Eyes feeling. on Me, um, yeah, that funny feeling is a straight-up song. That got covered already. Goodbye, uh, 30 look who's inside all of them pretty much every song in this there is not a single bad song on this track no this is impeccable it is impressive it's so good it's it's almost too good and then you take all of these fantastic songs and you intercut them with what almost feels like behind the scene footage of him producing the special itself editing the lighting you know, getting, figuring out how to do certain things with the angles, you know, looking into the camera in a certain way, changing the filters, all these different little details. And it, it, it just creates an extremely unique experience. Yeah. I can't think of anything quite like it. I got nothing. I, I can't think of anything. God. Uh, let's just go. Favorite song. Favorite song. Uh, welcome to the internet. Mm, it's a damn good one. I can't. I, I, it's a damn good one. It's, it, it's just so it. funny. It's just so funny, and th- his evil laugh is perfect. It's one of the most villainous things I've ever seen. He's not even a real villain. Tati? Have to think about it. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Thinking instead of just going from the heart. <laughs> like, I'll give mine. All Eyes on Me is probably my favorite song. Like, as a song, I love All Eyes on Me. As a bit, I love uh, White Woman's Instagram. Well, Wednesday Instagram is really funny. Yeah. And, and then it has this, it has that whole bit, which is the point of just the uh, daughter's mom dying. Jesus. It just starts <laughs> getting really real. Like it, it, it's it's really it, it's good. He does this great. I'm doing the thing where when I really like something, I can't actually speak about it. And I just start getting flustered. It's Neon Genesis episode all over again. It's actually in love with Bill Burner. I, I, that's, this that's is actually a declaration for Bo yep. Burnham yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't know if Bo Burnham is genuine. <laughs> Unless he comes to me directly. Unless he come, comes to me, me directly, truth. yes. Um, but You want to be so, inside with him, right? I, well, I, I want, well, hey, anyway. I said with. 
<laughs> sure you did Tom. anyway let's uh so for the song for white women's instagram specifically yeah it does this great job of like i know a lot of people were really mad a lot of white women were very mad about white women's instagram were they um they, they yes. were they some, were they were very upset. Were really upset <laughs> oh, okay i saw the opposite of like i saw a bunch of texts going like oh how dare you but my instagram oh god damn it and they as they show the instagram being exactly that i saw i saw both i saw both like that type of stuff on tiktok and then i saw genuine outrage on twitter <laughs> how dare you be accurate it's like how dare you generalize women this way as i they am look a unique at the- snowflake <laughs> As they delete every post on Instagram that correlates to it. It's <laughs> just quickly getting rid of them. It's a quick purge. Yeah, um, 30 pictures after that, too. Yeah. See, I, I think it's stupid to be angry about it, though. Because I think that what he does is he he takes this, this trope or kind of like this whole situation. He parodies it. And then he immediately humanizes it in what might be one of the most depressing moments in the whole bit. Where you're laughing and then there's this emotional whiplash where this caricature of a person, this caricature of a white woman whose Instagram is so cliche, is suddenly having this genuine emotional moment as a character about her mother dying and saying how I'll, you know, tell dad I said hi at the very end. Like, it's like an it's like a really. But isn't it accurate? Because like, yeah, everyone does have these posts on any social media where it's just like, yeah, random bullshit, random bullshit. Than one that is like legitimately serious, whether it's an anniversary, yeah. a death, or something else. Well, yeah, yeah, but like that's that's what humanizes it. Yes, yeah. until that point, he, it like it like she's a joke. Just yeah, she's just it's a, a joke. joke character. Like I mean, I like to look at a lot of the Bo Burnham stuff in terms of a character because again, I can't trust the actual. Well, I mean, he that, so, that's that's another but, thing that I don't people. Some people don't like him or or inside because they feel like. They feel like Bo himself is just that because his the way he acts in both white and Nightcappy is like, oh, I'm better than you. Shut the hell up. I know what I'm doing. I'm the artist. But it's like, that's the bit. That's the bit. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. You can't like he always says you can't like he has a line in, in Make Happy where he's like, what I am on stage isn't who I am in real life. Exactly. And, and that applies to inside, too. So my my way of looking at these three specials is more as, as if I would look at a character in a movie or a show. Right. There's there is a very clear character arc across all three of these specials and there's character arcs within each special itself right and we will talk about that i guess more in depth in a little bit and even in individual songs there are characters that get built up here and not just like characters like Sako, who's like a physical thing that's there like in white woman's instagram we are laughing at this cliche kind of caricature of a person with a very standard instagram picture of stuff with all these you know run-of-the-mill white woman things and then suddenly that character gets so heavily humanized by having this real emotional moment that no one's actually having here Bo is not a woman whose mother just died right but there's this character of a woman whose mother's just died who up until this point we have been laughing at as if they weren't a real person because everything that we've been portrayed of that person had been so cliche and so run-of-the-mill but then there's this jarring moment of there's a person behind that and I think that's just really interesting. And I find because of that, I find it super stupid to be upset about that song in particular. Yeah, no, it would be. Yeah, it's, it's really stupid. Um, but you know, let's hit the, let's hit. So what's your Tyler? What was your favorite song? Welcome to the Internet. Yours, Welcome to the Internet. Mine was mine was All Eyes on Me. Tati, you picked a favorite bit. What's your favorite song? I said All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on You as well. Favorite bit, Tyler. Uh, hmm. That's hard. I mean, I think no, I don't think uh, the bit where he the one after unpaid intern where he goes to review unpaid intern and then it just and, turns into a loop of itself. 
That is actually a fantastic bit, Tyler. It's a great choice. But you're both wrong. The actual best. Wait, what did you, what did Tati say? Um, she said <laughs> it was uh, "Why Won't This Girl." Yeah. Oh, as a bit and song. Okay. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Her, her favorite song is "All Eyes on Me." Her favorite oh, 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 okay. She just said it backwards because she decides to defy. I didn't say style. it backwards. Anyway, okay. the actual best bit is um, that's how 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 the world works, where he murders Sokka. See, is that a bit <laughs> or a song? Because that is. Well, it's a song, and it's then, a song that's a bit. It's a song that's just a like... bit, and then there's a bit after the song. Where, well, you know, that, I mean, like, well, no, but that's included in the song. Well, it's part of the song. Well, yes, I mean, but don't forget, a lot of the, the talking tracks were considered, you know, part of the song for a while there. So truly, um, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. See, if we were a visual format, we could be. Know, we could be at this point. I have a sock on my hand. Socko. Hi, everybody. Is it Socko's cousin? <laughs> Not anymore. You know, um, I said you're cringe. That, that's Thank how. you for proving it. Yeah. I, I'm never going to beat the cringe allegations. No. At this point, I'm not going to bother trying. Um, but I think the Sako bit's the best part. Best best bit, rather. Um, that's a good bit. What sure. about the outtakes? Oh, wait, no, no, wait. Well, let's save, let's save the outtakes wait, wait. to the end. We'll hit does, the outtakes to the end. Does Jeff Bezos count as a bit? Yeah. I think it counts as a, it's a song bit. It's a bit song. Because that's just so funny. And I love how it becomes a story with the outtakes, too. Yeah, it's... Well, yes. Well, we're we're gonna talk about the outtakes in more depth in a few minutes. Well, we can talk about Jeffrey Bezos. Okay, talk about <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Tell you're desperate to talk about Jeffrey. Talk to me about Jeffrey. It's no, nah, that whole bit is so funny. I like how somebody commented that there's no there's no way that inside didn't start off as just a Jeff Bezos uh, spa- uh, opera, just a rock <laughs> opera. There's no way it didn't start off with that with the amount of times he made these different tracks. There's starting so off much- <laughs> with just the intro of who Jeffrey Bezos is. Leading into just a war crime. Yeah, go get him. Let's go. Come on, Jeffrey. You can do it. To just... the chanting, haunting of fucking... He becomes a god when he's just, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> and then he falls in love with him. <laughs> god. Yeah, I'm just, I just have like all the Bo Burnham stuff open at once. I'm just listening to multiple t- tracks. I've never got about I, in inside the outtakes. I watched, I kind of watched it backwards. I should have watched the outtakes at the very end. I watched it before we actually got around to deciding to do the specials because I watched it before we decided to do it this episode as, as a Bo Burnham episode. I kind of forgot about, about Jeffrey Bezos three. The um, fucking chanting one. Yeah. He yeah, was a yeah. god in that one. That's <laughs> just, the storyline. It's oddly terrifying. It's what happens to a man with that much power. Uh, but I, that's where I hit some of the songs chronologically. FaceTiming with my mom, I think, is really fun. It's funny. It's, it's really accurate funny. Intro. Very it's accurate. Painfully accurate. And God damn it, if the music is just not amazing. It, it's so goddamn good. You can you can listen to all these songs as actual songs compared to like some of the compared to the other ones. Yeah, no. These, these hold on their own extremely well. Again, they're not just like, they're not just bits <laughs> in a stand-up special. These are like actually good pieces of music. Uh, even the ones that are just almost purely comedic, like saving the world with comedy. Uh, oh yeah, comedy. I mean, comedy is just a five-minute song, but it is great. Yeah, I mean, just, I love I mean, the like, whole. Um, that's the thing. It's just it is just a five-minute song, and it's that yeah. good. You know. Yeah. If you wake up in a house, just fill the smoke. Don't panic. Call me, and I'll tell you a joke. God, see that. See that leads into an outtake from in the outtakes too that leads into well, one of the it also it also leads into um i think all eyes on me or maybe good it's all eyes on me it leads into because that's the thing this inside does my favorite thing that musicals do right it does my thing that les mis and, and hamilton both do where they take a lot of the musical motifs 
and usually it's at the end of the at the at the halfway point of the piece that they will all kind of come together in this really chaotic clash of multiple character melodies and, and, and individual character themes and they'll all kind of come together right so in Lem is it's it's one day more and in Hamilton it's nonstop that those those songs do that uh, in here it instead decides to just take all of the music motifs from the entire goddamn special and smash them together with all eyes on me and suddenly when you wake up in a house that's full of smoke, don't worry, call me and I'll tell you, don't panic, call me and I'll tell you a joke, suddenly takes an extremely depressing emotional turn when it's reused in All Eyes on Me. Isn't that goodbye? Is it goodbye? It's either goodbye, it might be goodbye. Uh, All Eyes on Me is 90% of the song is just get your fucking hands up. Yeah, okay, so maybe it's goodbye I'm thinking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the track song. It's goodbye. Uh, when it's used in goodbye, it suddenly is in this incredibly depressing context that is in a stark contrast to how it was presented in comedy because in comedy it's, it's like parody right it's like i'm a comedian it's a lot like um the song from from what where he's like things are terrible but i i you know it's actually that they're funny you know the i i i'm not being an asshole i'm being a hero what the fuck was that tyler i'm trying to think of the lyrics that if you wake <laughs> up in a house fill the smoke don't panic uh call me i tell you a joke what's the next one Oh, if you see a white men dressed in white cloaks, don't panic. <laughs> Call me and I'll tell you a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that in, in comedy, it feels a lot like like that previous song and what, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, these are everything's really fucked up. But hey, you know, call me and I'll tell you a joke. And that's really funny because it's like, well, what's a joke supposed to really do in that situation? Humor, it's helpful, but it's not that helpful, right? That's kind of the, the bit of the joke. But once you get to goodbye and he says it again, it's a lot more like, there are no other choices. Everything is terrible. So you might as well have me, you rather as well call me up and let me tell you a joke. Because mm. absolutely nothing else is going to help you here. You might as well have a joke to help it all go down. It just takes such a depressing piece of con like context with it. It's so well done. What else is there? Oh, Problematic is great. Just an 80s mm. song problematic as, as an 80s like madonna imagery with the crosses and him sweatily sexually being thrown in the walls the, yeah, the funniest song. bit in that song is uh the part the second time he mentions the aladdin costume and he's like wait do i burn it is that is that worse <laughs> or is that better <laughs> um sexting sexting is great yeah mention how just... that's like yeah five years is an amazing song and the whole thing with the spider is so funny. I love the spider bit. I love the spider bit so goddamn much. Not no, not the, in the song, not the other yeah, spider yeah. bit. No, no, the spider bit in the song. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Both spider bits are really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, they are. But no, like, yeah, like I said before, I get why he chose sexting over five years. Yeah, but I mean, I, sexting itself is hilarious too. And the, the I still have, we still have yet to see this fucking movie. But my deck, my um, uh, my what is it? My flash is the only lighting. It makes my dick look frightened. Uh, it looks like the baby from Eraserhead. <laughs> oh, God. Flash never helps. Never helps. Never helps anybody. Just having, like, flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the better flash. Um, uh, how the world works. I talked about it as being a funny bit, but it's just, it's so good where it's, like, Bo is singing it like it's like a child's like song from like Blue's Clues is kind of the the angle he's going for with it. It's like, you know, 
all the animals. It's definitely more together. of like an Elmo. Like okay, what fuck? Vibe. One of the children. Sesame Street. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It wasn't the one with the blue fucking dog. It's the one with the little it wasn't red the man. One Get it with right. The blue fucking dog. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fucking. It's a fucking one of those children tea education. The one of the Muppets. Yes. The it was one literally the a sock. Pop it. Like, okay, you, you I, I couldn't remember Elmo. I forgot about Elmo. Okay. How could you? I'm kicking you now. You? I don't remember Sesame I don't remember I don't remember Sesame Street. I am purely a Muppets man. All right. They all are they all Muppets. They are te- Muppets. they're technically Muppets. You live on Sesame Street. That shit's that's just that shit's been gentrified. That's not the same. That's not the same as real Muppets, all right? <laughs> Sesame Street ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Wow, they got better with diversity and stuff. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> they should identify that shit. <laughs> anyway, 30s great. I didn't even finish talking about how the world works, Tyler. How does the world work, Chris? Well, it starts really funny and nice about like how the animals have to work together and all the bees and the plants and the flowers and everyone has to be friendly. And then Rocco comes and he's like, well, oh. their sister, Sox- sorry, Sacco comes <laughs> and he's like, well, there's systematic impression. Cops are pigs and the government hates you. And the FBI killed, killed Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. <laughs> Private properties and heavenly theft. And neoliberal fascists are destroying the left. And uh, I don't remember the rest of the song, but it's really good. Take my word for it. Uh. Um, so I think that's got to be one of my favorites, especially because, um, like I said, there, there's an arc for the character of Bo Burnham between the three specials. Uh, in special one, he's just like kind of a guy who's on stage and he is depressed about it. And he's kind of, coming to terms with why he's unhappy despite being here on that stage. Uh, when you get to make happy, it becomes a lot about both. Yes, I'm unhappy that I'm on the stage, but I'm also kind of coming to terms with my relationship to like to the audience and the content that I provide for them and how that relationship kind of connects me to them. Um, and there's like a level of self-actualization in terms of like understanding like, hmm, in, in, inside that is that understanding like, oh, it's not just me who's depressed. It's that everything's quite terrible and everyone's collectively really fucked up right now. Um, and it really works well with how the world works where despite a level of self-actualization, he's asking like Sako, so like, what do I do, Sako? Tell me how to make things better. And Sako's like, you motherfucker, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and he murders Sako. And it's, yeah. just a, it's, a, it's a really great, it's a great bit in terms of like I would say liberalism as a whole. I mean, it also tips of, you into the like. Funny. I mean, it also tips you into it. it's like, oh, this is not exactly. This whole thing's not gonna be funny, is it? You just murdered somebody, yeah, and it, like is... you did it pretty coldly. It wasn't like, haha, like quick. This cut is violence. It was like, four. no, this guy described like being nothing and being aware that he was nothing. Do you guys remember the thirst for this scene? What? What? There was a lot of thirst. For the scene where he were for you personally for you well, yeah just you it showed up on my TikTok so um, you <laughs> where, no, so- he, for, was it for Sako no no it wasn't for Sako no it he was, was for... offended look at how offended he is <laughs> it was for how like Bo is like um he's like are you gonna behave and Sako's like yes and Bo's like yes what and Sako and then Chris yes. shouted and then Chris shouted <laughs> and then Chris yes. came yeah and then... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I saw, I saw a lot of thirst for that sequence. But apparently I, that was just I kind of vaguely period. remember this. Was it just him telling you? It was just, yeah, it was just, it was just me. And it, was, was, like, it was actually TikTok. him sending me the TikToks. Yeah, it was like, ah, isn't this so funny? Wouldn't it be weird? 
Um, unpaid intern is only 34 seconds. It's in the style of a uh, like, like old scat, school, yeah, yeah. Po- po- like post post depression, like jazz, jazz scat, song, yeah. scat song, yeah. And it's really good despite being only 30 seconds. And for some and reason, and the fact that so it just fucking ends... funny with him going back, <laughs> what are that? <laughs> it's like a Muppet, it ends like an actual fucking Muppet just yelling. <laughs> Um, and then and, a quick cut to that uh, amazing uh, bit of him reviewing himself multiple times. I got you ought to love the him reviewing himself multiple times, but it's it's truly just so fucking good. I like that each layer of it just gets oddly more meta because like the first one's just reviewing the bit and explaining his thought process. And then the second one is like, you know, it's not that fucking smart. I'm just an asshole who needs to self-contextualize everything that I do. And then the third one is like, well, actually, I put myself down so that, um, you know, I, if I figure if I hurt myself source, nobody else will really have the chance to hurt me. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, this is getting too much. I think we need to stop here. <laughs> I, I truly do love that bit. I would love if it just kept going. Um, then we have our, that, after that, we have our first Jeffrey Bezos song. Then we have Sexting. Uh, and then we have look inside again. And I think this is really one of the moments of which is we're, we're right about the halfway point between this and problematic. Um, and this is where it gets sad. This is our first, I would argue, purely depressing song of the bunch. And uh, it's really good. It's really good. God, he knows what he's doing. The son of a bitch. He knows how to manipulate me. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> me personally this is all targeted Tyler you need to understand mm-hmm. but look inside again is probably in my top three of the of the whole the whole thing I really do enjoy it especially the sequence right afterwards where he's like it's right between it and problematic where he's like reviewing the tapes basically it's just him sitting under a projector watching the footage he's already recorded uh it's it's just this really long take of him just staring at it and turning his head a little bit I'm just watching it right now and it's <laughs> <laughs> just really fucking good. And then we go to problematic. Oh no, he's not, he's not watching the footage. He's actually watching himself on YouTube as a child. Which is probably one of the bits he would want to delete. Almost certainly. I think that might actually literally have been the one that I was quoting earlier. Mm. Um, and then we go to our 80s Madonna song, which is really good. I just I just want to say he he plays with so many genres in this yeah. special. Truly. He <laughs> just jumps all over the place. Um, and it's great. And then we have 30, which is depressing. Just more depression. I mean, because he ends it with saying, "I'll kill myself when I'm 40." Yeah, I'll see if I make. Yeah, I think it's like I'll see if I make it to 40. No, the line is, "Uh, 2020, I'll be 30." Uh, I forgot the line after, but uh, 2030, I'll be 40. I'll kill myself then. Yeah, I mean, he's always said stuff like that, though. Like that's not really surprising. Yeah, I mean, like he, the bit after is him just like having a. It's not an interview, but just him talking to the camera. It's like, hey, do not kill yourself. But at the yeah. same time, he says that if it was temporary, I would do it. Like, if you had the choice to, like, hit a button, be gone for a bit and come back, you would. See, he in interviews, he always would say that if when his dog died, he'd kill himself. So we brought up earlier about the dog and the Tati implied, well, what if the dog is dead? And in that case, there's one of two things. Either A, the dog is alive or B, Bo is a liar because um, he and hasn't he's been dead the whole time. He's holding a queen. No, no, he didn't kill himself. He didn't hold. He didn't hold his half of the bargain. <laughs> That's what Chris wants to talk to him about. Yeah, listen, listen, Bo. If your dog's dead, you need to kill yourself because you told me you would. That's you said so it on. T- That's so fucked up. Listen, hey, I can't, if can't. I can't, if I can't trust Bo to kill himself, how can I trust anything he tells me? So many terrible things. <laughs> only get worse. You're, you're canceling yourself today. 
Am I canceling myself? I, <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> causing myself to get canceled, but I wouldn't say I'm canceling myself. Anyway, uh, uh, the what's, back what's half, don't want to know. It's when he's just reviewing. It's not when he's reviewing. He's just um, talking about like I don't. Even, is it in the actual? Um, I don't think it's in the actual special. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I'm looking at the track list on 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 Google, and then I'm like skimming through the YouTube. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's in. Yeah, I don't this remember. is in the special. Yeah. Yeah, it's the him just saying. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, the halfway yeah. point saying like, like "How are you liking the special? Do you like it?" And then he's just saying, "Don't tell me. I don't want to know because he's afraid you might think it sucks." Yeah, I love that one. That's all. What, what would you call that genre-wise? It feels very distinct, but I can't quite place it from Do where. You feel it like it's very distinct. I feel like it's extremely distinct. I don't know. It's, I don't know what the genre would be. I feel. It's just I, like some alternative. It, it feels very distinct. Like it's it's parroting something in particular, but now all of a sudden, like I can't quite figure it out. I'll, I'll dig through a Reddit thread later. Um, and then there we have a bit of him playing a video game of himself where he has the ability to press the A button to cry repeatedly. And nothing else happens. And absolutely nothing. And then he wins the past day one. Uh, yeah, I, that's, that's a great fucking bit. And then shit. Mm, feeling like a bag of shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, it's just it, this this special hit a very good zeitgeist of how everyone was feeling during the pandemic. It came out uh, a, a year after the pandemic, it, and it, it was yeah. at a weird it was at a weird time where it's like, oh, the pandemic. Well, at the over? time, we thought, oh, it's over, but then at the same time, it's like it doesn't feel over, so we're still in the weird part of like we can do shit, sort of. But everyone's wearing a mask, and we feel weird if we're doing shit. Yeah, it it, it just kind of was like, ah, oh, this is like anti nostalgia. It's like bring us right back to core pandemic and make us feel terrible about it. Mm. Um, it's deeply impressive that he created something that tied so heavily to so many people. Um, what's after that? Then you have an all time low where he talks about one. I feel like he's going to die and he has anxiety, I think. Right. Yeah, that's the one where he just it starts off with him just saying like, oh, yeah, my mental health sucks. And then it goes to a really hyper energetic, happy song. And he feels like he's going to die. And then he's just like, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm not doing so well. Tyler, you hit that note perfectly. Thank you. For yeah, that. I appreciate I really appreciate the. Attempt. Don't you love it? I do. And then we have um, one of the magnum opuses of the whole thing. Welcome to the Internet, uh, which manage it. I've seen people describe it as like an evil Willy Wonka song. It's a carnival song. It, yeah, it's a mm -hmm. carnival song. I kind of would have loved if he had a full carny outfit, but the circular sunglasses 100 percent do the trick. Oh yeah, this one. They really sell the image of just this oddly distant evil carny man. I mean, it does capture the entirety of the internet. It's like, oh yeah, we have um, we have movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of different color pairs of every character in Harry Potter fucking each other. Yeah, it gives. There's nothing. That's I did a way better song. job at that than you did. <laughs> I have done this. I've sung this song so many fucking times. <laughs> I've broken his heart, but I just had to say. It. Why has he tried to do this fucking song? Oh yeah, yeah, he did it earlier. I, I was, I was half doing it because she kept interrupting me. She kept being like, "No, Chris, you're practicing the wrong song." That's how she sounds, and she was just interrupting me the entire goddamn time. So that's why I couldn't but do she it. She was like very clearly ignoring. To be fair, I was trying very my, successfully my, my, ignoring. I was not that fair. successful. That's why my performance was only okay. All right, it's it, my my focus was paper thin. Paper thin. It's very difficult. All right. I do feel like I could do this whole song. So I, I'm not going I, to, but do the whole song, Tyler. 
fun. Do it, Tyler. I just want to hear if the intro is good. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. And I lost it. I lost it. No, Tyler. Wait, wait, hold on. on. Let me actually. No, I I know the song. Hold on. I believe in you, Tyler. Do it. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content. Some better is Chris's worst. (laughs) If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. I'm not doing the whole song. I'm not waiting. (laughs) Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Tyler, your song. Uh, welcome to the no. internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to fight for silver rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting bit. with rage. We've got a million different ways to engage. Okay, I think this is going a little. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. There's a tip for training spots. Here's a nine year old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of color pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Um, hold on to your socks because a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off footing. He just sent you more. Don't act surprised. You know you like it, you whore. See, See? a man beheaded. Oh, get a Show us pictures of your children. Tell us that we thought oh, you God. think. Start a rumor. Buy a boomer. Send a death to a boomer. Or DM a girl and groomer. Do a zoomer. Find a tumor in your. Here's a. <laughs> God, that's such a breath. <laughs> That's such a breath. I, I feel like I feel like this has gone. This is completely spun no, out of our control. I told perfect. you this is gonna. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you at least get to the you should kill your mom? I love that yes, line. Yes, a happy option. You should kill your mom. He's like, no, you, it's, it's more you, make... you can build a bomb. I know you gotta pause for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's just... <laughs> Here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. <laughs> you gotta physically turn. Well, like he did in the fucking bed. Yeah, you have to yeah, do the whole. Gotta just... gotta All right, do let's keep. Yeah, we're not doing the whole fucking. Talk. Anyway, yeah. We... <laughs> Um, but then the song suddenly gets depressing in the back half where he starts talking about how, like what the internet used to be, you know, not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, Sarah 99, this was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We sit on our sites, spent nights waiting, waiting for you, right? Uh, <laughs> this is an excuse to finish the song. Um, but yeah, it, try it, to laugh? <laughs> I'll try my best in the laugh. But so what I like about this song is um, it does present the e- internet as the evil carny. Um, and, and if you look at like interviews that Bo Burnham has had when talking about unregulated internet access to children, oh, he hates it's, it. it's very, he hates it. He absolutely despises it. So this song is a hundred percent on par with that. And he, he, I love it because when he does that back off, it's presented in this oddly, there's like, there's a couple of lines that are presented in this oddly sweet way where it's like waiting for, where is it? Waiting for you. Uh, you insatiable you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, there you are, honey. Right. It got you. And then at the very end, he devil. goes. And then it's the devil laugh. It's I can never, I can't do that laugh. Hold on, wait. Yeah, no, I'm not trying that one. Hold on, wait. <clears throat> I am gonna just concern everybody in this house. <laughs> You're gonna concern <laughs> your audience. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'm not. I just can't. I can't get it clearly enough. No, that's your evil laugh. That's, that's my evil yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's just. It's. It's not. It's not. I can't. His is the so thing that Chris wakes up to. That's a Tati wakes up to. Holy fuck. I sometimes have an evil laugh in my sleep. This is like split body experience. <laughs> His evil side, this good side. Really, is there I'm a having Jekyll and Hyde over a here? Jekyll, real Jekyll and Hyde situation over here. Yeah. Anyway, that's long enough for the one song <laughs> that we basically sang to completion. Yep. Um, We're going to do that. Jeffrey Bezos 2 then, then comes out next. Another continuation of the Jeffrey Bezos saga. 
then we have that funny feeling where it just start it starts getting depressing again. So yeah, this song is fun. this song is straight up. I mean, like there's multiple songs of this format. We just list off shit. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like a lot of people said that he looked like Father John Misty during the sh- during Insider. Looked like a who? Father John Misty. He's a uh, he's a musician musician. Okay. And uh, yeah, he does look like him. And I love yeah. I love Father John Misty. And he has a song called Holy Shit, which is the same format. Okay. And it, it's literally it's basically the same song. He's just listing off shit. And like, it's the same thing. Instead of like the funny feeling, he's just saying like, oh shit, we're kind of fucked, aren't we? So the whole special. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you listening to Holy Shit or that fu- funny feeling? I, I'm listening to that funny feeling at the moment. I will listen to, to Holy Shit probably later now that I know that that's a thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's got like a great, it's like a great campfire song vibe. You know? I do. I mean, the, the, the joke at the very beginning is, um, oh, I, I don't know how to play the guitar that well or sing. So uh, apologies. It's like, yeah, fuck you. All right. <laughs> you can't trust him, Tyler. Well, no, he's parodying like all those assholes and like it's basically and, uh, like, the college. Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah Wonderwall. Here's Wonderwall. It's the college thing. It's like, oh, guys, I'm, I'm not that good. Plays an amazing chord. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, well, you knew what you were doing. You're Elliot from Euphoria. Oh, I'm not done yet. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only a five minute song, but I'm aiming for seven. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, but I, I really love I love that funny feeling. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just... the only one that has an actual cover. Phoebe Bridges covered it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's quite interesting. It was in the audience, too, right? God. Was Bo in the audience? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, so. I, didn't know. I remember seeing uh, a video of like someone like actually like filming him reacting to it. No, oh, nice one. I'm just listening to it right now. It's just one of the lyrics is um, gift shop at a gun range, mass shootings at a mall. Like, yeah, that oh, one's never gonna age. That not one's well. not gonna. Yeah, that one can only unfortunately age well and in the worst possible way. Yep. It's it's like it, this whole special really like takes a lot of quick jabs at things that everyone's feeling. You know, it, it talks a little bit about like like mass internet usage and the dangers there. It talks a little bit about like mass shootings. It talks about all the terrible things we know are going on, but we don't really want to think about, and we kind of push a little bit out of our mind as much as possible. You know? Like Robert Iger's face, yeah. Yeah, like Robert Iger's face, and it just—it just like it's like poking them with like a like a little prick, you know, like a little like a like a like a like a sewing needle, just jabbing at it so that you're forced to pay attention to it again, and it just it's it does a very good job of that, and I I think that's something that I think this song in particular does really well. This might be my second favorite, actually. I mean, I yeah, this is my second funny, one. That's that funny feeling actually just just edges out. Welcome to the internet for me, personally. I hmm. really do like this one. And now we get to what has to be my favorite thing in the whole bit, uh, All Eyes on Me, where we we learn. He talks about how why he stopped doing comedy for five years. Uh, he'd have panic attacks on stage. And there's this like crappy laugh track as if he was at a at a stand up show laughing at these not funny things that he's saying, help telling us about his life. Um, and then as he tells us, then then they just kind of start breaking into the song. And the whole thing is so depressing. Yeah. It's so depressing, Tyler. I don't think I ever recovered after listening to the song the first time. The part in the video when he grabs, like when he's directly yelling at the audience and picks the camera up is also rough. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing kind of is. I, I do just, there's one line I always love. Um, they say the ocean's rising. rising like, like, like I, I give, a, give shit. a shit. You yeah. say the whole world's ending, ending honey, it, honey, it already is. Yeah, that yeah. part's. And then it's, it's um, what was it? You think I was driving? I guess shit. 
you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna sorry you're not gonna stop it heaven knows you tried got it good now get inside it's just this extremely nihilistic piece where it's like what's the point you know you can't you 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 individual listening you really cannot fix it on your own right now so why don't you call me up and i tell you a joke (laughs) it's it's kind of just the real vibe of the moment and it's it's just so disheartening you know it's i think i think it's another one of those little jabs where in your head it's like well things will get better especially at this point we're right out of the pandemic out of the pandemic quote unquote right we're back in the real world and it's like well maybe things will get better and it's uh, you know here we are a couple years a year out of out past inside and uh i can firmly tell anyone who was wondering that no it hasn't gotten much better <laughs> i'd argue that there are many things that have gotten proceedingly worse and uh this this that sequence kind of just feels like that like things are getting worse the ocean's rising there's no point in caring anymore because you can't change it so get inside it's nothing else to do deeply depressing <laughs> so fucking depressing um i also feel that and this might be me stretch me reaching might be me reaching so I, I want to just pre like that. So th- he starts saying, get your fucking hands up. It's like a big part of the song. And then that's when at the end, he like grabs at the camera. He's like, get your fucking hands up. I told you to get your hands up, right? Yeah. I I feel, and I'm, I maybe I'm crazy for this, that that's like a bit of commentary about police killings that occurred around the time before the special came out. There's a lot of anti-cop uh, stuff throughout the whole special. We talked about... Um, that's how the world works being one of the probably largest ones, which is very, he has a line where it's like, um, like all the police serve the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite. Uh, there's a couple other lines throughout that I don't quite recall, but I, at least not the top of my head, but to me, the whole of inside, there's a lot of lines and, and maybe it's just kind of looking at it under that context of everything that happened during this period of time. Specifically, I'm referring obviously to the, the George Floyd killing, right? Um, where he has like a lot of lines where it's like, God, what is it? I just had it. No, no, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, hands down, pray for me, uh, heads down now. Right. And it just, it, it feels very intentionally referencing these events. And I can't tell if maybe that's just me drawing lines between things where there's not any, but I don't know something about get your fucking hands up uh hands down heads down pray for me uh well that's the same thing in um is it um what the fuck is it now come out with your hands up we've got you surrounded yeah that's that's the one of the lines i was thinking of that i had forgotten about oh that's a look who's inside it again yeah but uh, like i said throughout the whole thing there's there's yeah but i I was thinking i was thinking about that line too because obviously like yeah that's a reference to police but i'm trying i'm trying to just connect i was trying to connect it more through the whole piece because it's there yeah, it's I, don't know, I don't know how it would relate to to Bo. I mean, I guess it could just act as a way to um, to be like, oh, we want you to come out. You haven't seen you in a while and we need you as a comedy. And he's just looking at him as like the celebrity person when he hates that. So I, I think it's just another bit of the, the, the pricking, as I called it earlier. It's just another one of those things like, hey, let's I'm going to I'm going to stab at this real sensitive spot and force you to think about it again, even though you don't want to, because maybe you should think about it. Maybe all these things that I'm, I'm jabbing at that you kind of want to look away from aren't things that you should be looking away from. And that's kind of how it reads to me uh, specifically. And I just think that especially the sequence where he gets really angry, like he said, and he grabs at the camera. He's like, he's like, get the fuck up. Um, 
that specifically to me reads very hard in, in that way, you know? And I, I think I think a lot of this special ends up touching on these like uncomfortable, fucked up things in the world that we all accept in a real fucked up way. The internet, the police, uh, shooting, all these things, you know, that we're just kind of uh, terribly willing to be okay with. And it's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's poking at it. It's just kind of my, it's, that's at least my take of the whole sequence. How it relates to Bo as a, whether you want to say a person or a character, it's a little bit harder. I would argue that in, in Inside, Bo as a character is representative of, of, of us as a whole. This larger group of people who are kind of struggling to keep it together while the world's drowning around us, you know? And in, there's obviously a lot to be said about like, you know, his relationship as an artist and then people seeing him in that way. But to me, that doesn't come up too heavily in Inside. That's much more a thing. His relationship between him and the audience and how they see him feels much more prominent and make happy. Whereas Inside- well, Yeah, it's more prominent because the audience is there. Yeah, and the audience is there. But I, even the bits themselves are discussing it more in Make Happy. Here, Bo feels more like a surrogate for everything that we're experiencing at the moment. Mm. You know, more so. It's more- it, 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 that's kind of the whole thing about self-actualization. Inside feels less about Bo and more about us. Whereas his previous specials were very much about Bo. Bo is feeling depressed now. Bo is trying to just figure out his relationship with the audience. And Inside doesn't just feel like it's about him. Because even the songs that are kind of about him, like problematic or um, even content, really, uh, or comedy, they, they still relate to me more to the audience than to to Bo Burnham you know that that's that's my read on it at least as of right now hmm. yeah and I, again I think it just ties to that interesting arc of actualization that he has between all three it's really good I really like this, this oh yeah is, I do I, like I do like how simple the ending was because I mean like throughout the entire thing there's multiple times he says I don't know how to end this because when he was making this obviously the ending would have been like oh COVID's over Except that never actually happened. Yeah. So like, never really ended. yeah. So the ending to this is just he's watching the film and he's happy with it and he walks outside, but then is afraid and tries to get back in, but the door is locked. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I also just love that last song. Goodbye. Um, yeah. Although the, the end credit songs is unnerving. I don't remember the end credit song. Actually, I have to listen to that in a second. It's just repeating any day now. It's just repeating any day now when it's just saying it'll stop any day. It's like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's just unnerving when you just think about it. Because like, oh, yeah, we all thought about it. It's like, oh, yeah, end any day. But it's like, no, they're still going. I mean, that's like inside obviously speaks very much to the experience of going through COVID. But it also very intentionally speaks to a lot of larger experiences that predate COVID and certainly will live long past it. You know, yeah, it it doesn't necessarily now. Yeah, it could be anything. Obviously, yeah. it, it was about COVID, yeah. mental illness. But, but yeah, it, 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 I mean, it just goes look, to both. Looking at the song itself, you, like the, the songs and the tracks, at least, right? You could also say, it'll stop any day now applies to shooting at the malls, right? Mm. It stops to uh, corp, uh, cops protecting the interests of pedophilic corporate elite. It'll stop any day now just applies to the oceans literally rising, you know? The whole song ends up being this oddly... Unnerving. Extremely unnerving. unnerving. It, it's it's painfully realistic. It, yeah. You don't want you don't want to think about it a lot. You know you don't want to think about the fact that no they're not going to get any better. Things are actually only going to get worse. And then one day you'll die. 
And that's really all there is to it. You don't get anything else beyond that. Um, and that's kind of a lot of what it feels like the show is presenting. It's like things, sure, maybe things will stop any day now, but they won't, you know? And that's not going to get any better. It's, it's very sad. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. And Tyler, you, you have, uh, it's not even the first time you've called me out on my favorite things of characters overcoming trauma. But Tyler, did you know one of my even more favorite things are characters failing to overcome trauma? True. That's, that's what that's... <laughs> tracks. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a line in Goodbye, my, probably one of my favorite lines in the whole thing, um, which I feel like it, it sums up the, the entirety of it's actually, yeah, it's goodbye that I, yeah, it's goodbye that crashes all the motifs together, where he says, Am I going crazy? Would I even know? Am I right back where I started 14 years ago? Right. You know, um, uh, there's, there's also some more to it afterwards, but that's the, the chunk that really matters to me. Right. Where it's like, I, I, I've talked about all these, this, my horrible experience. I, I had panic attacks on stage. I've, I've gotten myself this far, but I feel like, am I going insane? You know, would I even be aware if I was going crazy? It has none of it mattered. Am I exactly where I was at the start of all this bullshit? Has nothing changed? It's that like really twisted revelation, you know? It's like a character having the realization in, in, in real time that, that makes it hit so hard, you know? I really like it. I, I really like this whole goddamn special. And then there's the outtakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to something that's not making me want to kill myself. Well, no, the outtakes. Oh, well, no, the outtakes are both. They're both more unnerving, but also funnier. Yeah, I, I'd call them a lot funnier. He feels significantly more unhinged. Uh, unhinged. Yeah, that's the right mm-hmm. words for it. He feels like he's falling apart at the seams. The, the um, one shot was just a grainy zoom in of, of his face. I don't know what the I, fuck that I, was. I was worried about what that word was going to end up being. What? <laughs> the grainy zoom in on his. And I was like, hmm. Yes, because there's a shot of that, too. I, there's not, but it's, it's, intercut, it. it's intercut like in Fight Club. Chris it's, wanted it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the I, I want to say the, the outtakes are impressive because they are about the same length as the actual inside special. Uh, inside statements longer. Okay, whatever, Tyler. It's still an hour of outtakes. It's an hour of fucking outtakes, and the outtakes are good. Like, these could have very much easily been their own songs. Um, I mean, yeah, Five Years We Said is amazing. I love what... I love the future. I love uh, what the fuck is going on. Yeah, what the fuck is going on. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through some of them right now. The Joe Biden, you're really going to make me vote for Joe Biden. It's so fucking funny. That's a fucking great one. Yeah, I love God. F- five years is so goddamn good. Yep. This the spider sequence is. I. It might. I think five years might be my favorite of the batch. I mean, yeah, it is just because it's like the one that's a full song. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that some of them are so short, because you can hear them and be like, God damn it, I could. I'd kill to listen to two and a half minutes of this. Of Joe Biden. Of of just him shitting on Joe Biden. I'd absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, the uh, BTS stuff. Oh, the podcast bit. The podcast oh, making fun the of one that, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love how I, I mean the okay. same thing with that. That is that um we already got a song like that. It's problematic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the bit itself. We talked. I've talked about. I have laughed at uh, right wing grifters on on YouTube and podcasts for a while. So it's fun seeing Bo just absolutely taking the piss at them. Um, and I think he manages to play two characters here extremely well. 
because uh, he has the character. Well, he had to time himself out. Obviously, he had to record, record one half of it and then time it out to, to oh, yeah, yeah. answer. But he also has like very clearly one of the bows is more aggressive on the podcast than the other. One of them is clearly dominating the conversation while the other one is significantly more passive and kind of like filling in the little gaps and trying to speak while the other bow just speaks right over him sometimes. And you can see it in second bow's face that it's like he's like trying to get the word in, but he's not quite able to. Um, and then he calls the situation gay. And then the other bow is forced to, <laughs> to pause with such perfect timing. Um, well, 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 no, you can't say, ah, oh, see, say, now, now we're going to get they're canceled. Gonna come, now they're going to come for us. Um, yeah, the podcast bit's so goddamn good. Yeah, because uh, Chris, that's very uh, That's you. <laughs> I don't like you, Tyler. <laughs> I can't do this today. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't do it, Tyler. You people have been bullying me this entire episode. Well, well, look who's inside again. I came here to be depressed, not bullied and depressed, Tyler. <laughs> It's uh, different that way. The spider bit's really good. Spider hiding in the corner. <laughs> uh, that that song is just a jump scare. Throw it in any playlist. Just let it play <laughs> out, and people will fucking jump. Spider, what the fuck? <laughs> just jump. I just love how it, it just devolves into him screaming about it moving. It's, oh god, no, it's moving. God. Um, microwave popcorn's good. Microwave popcorn. Which one was that? I don't even think was that actually in the outtakes. I don't think I know what you're talking about. He released the he released the songs on like uh, streaming. There's a song called Microwave Popcorn. It's great. I don't think it's actually in the outtakes. I don't recall it, but also I just got to the the grainy zoom in on his face, which it's disturbing. is terrifying. Yeah, every single it's it's a it's a piece of music from um, uh, how the world works slowed down to basically become audio, just fucking burnt food. It's it's a lot. It's actually the most. I don't like looking at this. Tyler. Yeah, it's also really funny. But again, this is way more unhinged. It's like, oh, this guy's definitely not OK. This. Yeah. This Speaking of not OK, melted. he there's so many endings to the outtakes. One ending was he sets the place on fire and dies. <laughs> and you hear him scream and it's like, oh, if you ended it like that, someone's definitely coming to the house to check on you. You're like, that, that would have been great. A welfare check is definitely being made. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been so much more fucked up and anything. And it's like, oh, yeah, how do you end it? Like, yeah, how do you end this? It's like, well, I could just set the place on fire and burn. It's like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we tone it back just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I love I love the dump thing where it's like a Zoom interview with nine <laughs> Bo Burnhams. And they all like, talk over each other. Except when uh, they ask, you know, why are there no women involved in this conversation? To which the nine Bo Burnhams are extremely silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no I got this, guys. <laughs> uh, and then there's the chicken. Oh, yes. The Love the chicken. Before the chicken, actually, we have the um, the alternate version of All Eyes on Me. Which is not on streaming yet. It's not on streaming yet, Tyler? No, he said that he, fi- he tweeted about it. He said that for all you guys asking about it, I found that uh, that clip like a week or two ago and I already put the stuff like to be out on streaming so that is included but he said it's going to be out like this week okay because it's really good I think I, I still like the original one more but I really really enjoy it yeah it's just it's I really just it's it's interesting because I wonder if this one was ultimately written before 
the uh, the fir- the official piece for All Eyes on Me, because for a lot of these things, you can see the connection and kind of the evolution between pieces in the outtake and pieces that made it in the special, right? And I kind of wonder for this, at least to me, looking in kind of from an outside perspective, it does feel like you can see the evolution of some of the lyrics here compared to the final product and even in a couple other songs. Yeah, you could. Yeah, so I, I just really like that. It, I really enjoy this little in-depth experience he gave us here. With you the, love uh, self-development. I love watching self-development. This is, uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great time. Um, and then we also get a, a, an alternate version of Goodbye where everything's burning. Um, and it's just, I, I, I kind of want to rewatch the outtakes now. This is really good. Yeah, I've literally that, been doing it. <laughs> well, I want to rewatch it properly without having to also fill in airtime by talking. Um, so yeah, that's the one where he's screaming and it's deeply, deeply concerning. And then we cut to the goddamn chicken. Tyler, you want to talk about the chicken? Yeah, cross the road. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally just a song based on the, the old fucking joke. Uh, why did the why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? And he bases a whole thing around it with the chicken being like this person who wants to go off into something bigger, suggest so a break free. And then once you cross the road, you don't know. Like everyone assumes she died because she got hit by a car. But like the 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 chicken is basically Bo. People have theorized that like, oh, is Bo the chicken wanting to be away from his old shit, like he said in the outtakes anyway? I, my, that's not my, that was not my take on it when I first saw it. I, I don't, I haven't seen any theorizing, nothing like that. I don't tend to engage with communities if possible. Um, yeah, he's stuck inside. <laughs> I try my best not to leave. To, to me, it feels like the chicken song was an alternative choice to end the special and that's why it's the well yeah there's, there's the... four different endings in the actual outtakes there's the yeah. him being set on fire there's the chicken and then there's the funniest one which is uh the, the fucking marvel yeah the marvel one's really funny uh, i think that the chicken feels like it was it was a a tested potential ending for the special as a whole right so look if you were to replace let's say goodbye with the chicken song right to me well, goodbye. Uh, also, references references the other side too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think you can look at it a lot like the evolution of these songs. Maybe they were both meant to exist in tandem. This coming before goodbye in the final piece before it was taken away. We don't really know the exact history of the production, so we can't say. But I think that the chicken provides the most hopeful alternative to everything we've seen in the special. Right. Like I've already talked about how, how depressing everything in the special actually is. The chicken kind of suggests that to me, the chicken is, is kind of, again, us. It's the same way that Bo is a stand in for us as a collective. The chicken is, is us as a collective, you know, trying to cross the road to get to, you know, the better any day now type of thing. You know what I mean? That's my take on it. And, and with that in mind, it feels like it's providing us with a much more positive ending where maybe things will get worse but hey maybe the chicken crosses the road you know Mm. Uh, maybe you can sit here and decide that the chicken does make it to the other side and that honestly feels like a much more hopeful take compared to everything else in the actual special itself um which to me feels like it speaks volumes as to why the chicken song was cut (laughs) i think he was i think he really wanted to go with the most depressing angle he could with inside and the chicken angle the chicken song was too hopeful so he cut it 
but it's really good. It's a great song. I love it. Um, also, thankfully, we get finally what we've all been asking for. We've been getting a slate of the next Bo Burnham projects. So um, we got Inside 2, Inside Genesis, The Long Journey In, Inside 1968, Sako, and Inside Story. Yeah, I know you're hyped for that one. I can't wait for that <laughs> one, Tyler. Apparently, um, Alan Elric is going to come to play uh, Sako in the movie. I'm real excited. Donald Glover is going to play Bo Burnham. Um, they're still inside, but with three eyes. It's inside three. It's quite a funny naming convention. Um, there's Benzos, Quantum Prophecy. Bezos. <laughs> Benzos? Just, what is he? You're just messing up names <laughs> this entire time. I just want you to not be mean to me. Um, there's severe yeah. clinical depression inside the multiverse. There's there's girl Sako, and then there's um 40 and turning 40. I'm sorry, a 40 infinity war. Um, <laughs> and then there's then there's Fast and Furious uh, 11. So it's going to be a real exciting slate of Bo Burnham inside content for the next couple of years um, until he kills himself at 40. Uh, ranking? Uh, oh, wait, we forgot the end. Oh, no, we mentioned it. The end credit song is just what the fuck is going on. And that song's so good. No, I actually don't remember listening to this. The end credit song? Yeah, well, I'm listening to it right now. I'm, I've been watching all the specials where we've been talking about them. Um, that's pretty good. I like this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's a good vibe. Yeah. Uh, ranking? Do we need to? Uh, well, I think we should rank all four now that we talked about the the outtakes, because I feel like it makes it more difficult. Because then where the fuck do you put the outtakes, right? All right. What's one? It's what? What? Tati? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> She's like half asleep. <laughs> Apparently, the me ranting about things. Uh. Just puts her right to fucking bed, I guess, huh? <laughs> Number two. Um, make happy. Tazzy. I will. I will agree with make happy. You don't, but you could put the outtakes here and put make happy second. No, I do think that the outtakes are actually really good. I love make happy because make happy is literally what started Bo Burnham for me. For a whole week, she's been telling me about how she was going to. I said I was debating it. To be fair, whole fucking week, (laughs) she's been telling me this, and now, down to the wire, she's a sheep. Very. All right, so make happy. You see, like really, this isn't new. Okay, yeah, there ended up that we we don't even need to put the outtakes. Let's just go to number. Let's just go to number one. Inside. It's inside. Inside. It's inside. Inside. Inside is so good that I would be surprised if it doesn't come up during our end of the year rankings. At least for me. Granted, my 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 top things are actually quite stacked this year. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good things. Yeah. Already, I can at least think obviously this. Um, I really liked Russian doll. We had Attack on Titan. Well, I mean, wh- what are they reporting this with? Movies or shows? Movies, movies. It's only a, it's only one. It wouldn't be a I show. I think it was the shows. <laughs> well, okay, Tyler. I was go fuck yourself. <laughs> we what, what good movies have we watched this year? Nah, we got some crickets. I let me look yeah, at the well, fucking thing. You guys, yeah, well, technically bit, lighthouse, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, lighthouse. I really like lighthouse. Um, Chernobyl. That episode will come out later. Oh, Morbius. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, Phazon got COVID. That's why there wasn't an episode. <laughs> oh yeah, we should have said that at the beginning. There wasn't an episode last week because Phazon, got, our editor, got COVID. Um, he's. Sadly, I like how he. I like how he got downgraded to our editor now. <laughs> sadly, he's no longer. With us. <laughs> uh, also, this episode's brought to you by Audible. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. You always do. You always get at the right there, time. There are, there are a lot of, there are probably a lot of self-help books if you two are also clinically depressed. 
Um, so go check those out. We're really <laughs> get a get a get a get a therapy book on us for yeah. For get credit. some Eckhart Tolle books. Get, get some fucking help. Yeah, you. You know, yeah, I'm talking to you. Get some get some help, please. We're worried about you. Anyway, um, we had the Batman, but that's not gonna make it on any of our list. Uh, we had we had the Oscars. Was there anything really good in the Oscars this year? Well, that would, I mean, we all like Power of the Dog, but that's not uh, that's not gonna make my top three. Well, yeah, no. I guess maybe I don't know. Apparently, it's a bit scarce this year. <laughs> I don't know. We're only in June. Yeah, but like look, Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yay! Well, Social Network. Maybe that'll fill in a spot because I'm looking. I'm looking at you our like list. Gone Girl. Oh, I really like Gone Girl. Yeah, that was quite fun. Gone Girl was pretty good. It's just interesting because I'm looking at our list and uh, we most even like going forward for the rest of the year. I mostly see shows that are like really good, you know, like the shows category this year is going to be rough. Everything else. I don't know. I don't see enough movies that excite me. I think you made a bad schedule this year, Tyler. I think we should have put more of my bad, my bad. I think we need more, need more cats. We more stopped. Morbius. We stopped making a schedule in October. We got two more, three more months to fill in. I'm just saying get good, Tyler. And that's the binge, everybody. Thank you, you so much for listening. This is brought to you by Audible and Clinical Depression. Um, bye. Three to one binge on Twitter. Oh, God, I was hoping we could just edit it and end it on the bye. <laughs> I feel like I've been a really funny, just, you know, it's hard cut. <laughs> uh, three to one binge Twitter. Let us know if you like Bo Burnham or if you're one of the people on Twitter who fucking hates him. This stupid argument. If you, if you hate him, use the arguments I made during this episode to intellectualize yourself. I actually really like Bo Burnham, but um, I'm not against the giving ammo to all sides. So I'm playing both sides, so I come in on top. But also means I always <laughs> lose. But I am an underdog. Don't bet on Chris. <laughs> yeah, let us know uh, which one is your favorite, which song from inside is your favorite. How much did you like it? If not, did you hate it? Uh... Hey, no, Tyler, we don't want to know. We don't want to know. <laughs> oh, we completely forgot. Yeah, he did direct in the, between this and Make Happy. He did direct uh, Eighth Grade and was in Promising Young Woman. Was that before Inside? Yes. Yes, this was all before Inside. Okay, I, okay, okay. Jesus, I wasn't sure about Promising Young Woman. We watched that during the pandemic. Yes, but was- I'm just saying that if he was, you know, leaving this fucking place every day to go film his role in a movie, then, you know, he probably was also sleeping with his wife. He, he probably the- did sleep. Promising with- a woman with came daughter. out in 2020. <laughs> Promising a woman came out in 2020. How long yeah. was this in production? The p- pandemic started in February. I think so. it came out in 2019, actually, like at it the is- end. Yeah. Like its first release is somewhere in 2019. Like, November. Well, let me see. I think it has different releases in different places. Okay, 2020, it started... Oh, Sundance was January 25, 25th. So, yeah, it's definitely before the pandemic. Eighth grade was oh, also, fuck. like, 2018, so... Fuck you, Tyler. I'm going to listen to Tarzan Boy. Just, just sign us out. The Tarzan Boy? What? Anyway, yeah, let's just... Tyler, Tarzan <laughs> Boy, but Baltimore. 1985? No. Oh, end it. End it. Name me Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>